Biclops. Biclops? superhero ever. <laughs> What's your power? Well, I have two eyes. Idiot. Okay, you're going to go... Yeah. Oh, I was going to make up names for all the X-Men that are less less cool. What, like Pointy Canuck? We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we fought in streams. We went west. We trapped, we mined, we carved our names. With guns and axes, we sought our fame. Our destiny was manifest. May God help those who stood in the way of business, progress, and the USA. USA. Kick this pig. Uh, welcome back to How the West Was Fucked. Nothing. How the West Was Fucked. There you go. Love like you say we, <laughs> like I say, we need to just start, like, mm-hmm. getting people to scream that into, you know. I'll bring yeah. my field recorder tonight to the bar. There you go. And then uh, also I want to find people that don't speak English to say it. And people, I don't know, with... Really thick accents. Oh, next time stuff. I ne- next time I go to Japan and get drunk in the bar, I'll bring my sealed recorder to there too. Perfect. That'll be fun. Perfect. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Uh, so uh, this week on how the West is fucked, we've been teasing it for a couple times and then changed our minds right before Ooh, we started we can do a little bighorn. No, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Oh. We oh. are doing we are doing one of the all star athletes. If or I guess not athletes, but uh, like. Per- Performers in the Little Bighorn. He's like the uh, the Tom fucking Brady of uh, of Little Bighorn, except for he's not a douchebag. Not bag. a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, speaking of that fucking yeah, yeah, another Tom Brady Super Bowl on the way. Huzzah! Everybody, everybody, hold on to your ass. Fucking shit. <laughs> uh, we must be doing Crazy Horse because we've we've been shying away from it for like three episodes straight now. So right. So yes, we are doing Crazy Horse. Or uh, you know, approaching uh, the actual pronunciation is uh, Tasunka Witko, which actually means uh, his horses are crazy. Is the closest I've been able to find. I no was shit. reading a reading a article by uh, a, a lady named Delphine Redshirt, who is a Lakota like uh, like language expert, teaches mm-hmm. it at the university level, and so she has a nice little uh, article in the Lakota Times about. How to pronounce it, but yeah, so you know, the derivation, uh, Tushuka, because uh, I know, like, uh, I think it's like Shukawakan is like horse because it's like great dog, like great dog, or, or I know, mean, they god, are kind of like dog. dogs, yeah, and uh, and Shaka Khan. not quite Shaka Khan, no. Uh, but uh, but then with the uh, with the toss at the beginning mm. of it, it's not just crazy horse. It's like his horses or horses that belong to him. Oh. Okay, and then uh, and then Whitco, I think just just means crazy. So yeah, basically, it'd be his horses are crazy. So it's not like you know when you picture like sitting bull, it's like a buffalo bull sitting down, which I think would be both adorable and. Off-putting because I've never seen one do that. 
Um, like sit, then, on its, uh, sitting on sit the on toilet. his back legs. Yeah. And when, and when you when you read the word crazy horse, I always, you know, I think of some like, oh, that's a crazy horse. Like some Hanna-Barbera, you know. <laughs> like El Cabong or something? Yeah, like like uh, what is what is the fucking horse they have that, the cowboy horse? Yeah, El Cabong. He hits people over the head with a guitar. Son mm-hmm. is his name. His name's El Cabong. No, there's... <laughs> No, in Japanese, maybe there's uh. What am I crazy? Hold on. Quick draw, quick draw McGraw. Man. Oh, no. quick draw McGraw. Okay. Oh, quick draw McGraw. El El Cabong was a different Hanna Barbera horse that hit people over. The I head have the never seen guitar. El Cabong. What the fuck is El Cabong now? He's an anthropomorphic horse that that beats people mercilessly with a fucking with a guitar. Yeah, just like the honky tonk man. <sighs> okay, when you when you when you type in El Cabong, yeah, uh, the Wikipedia article that comes up is for quick draw. I'm sorry, Baba Louie. I was overcome by a kabongin frenzy. Really? Yes. Maybe that's what uh, he says, and I just, as a kid, I assumed that was his fucking name. Maybe that's just what he said. Yeah. I just always called him that. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, Quick Draw McGraw is a fictional anthropomorphic horse, as Tony just so aptly put, mm-hmm. and the protagonist mm-hmm. and title character of the Quick Draw McGraw show. Does no he shit. beat people with guitars? Uh, we're getting to that. Um... My fucking nope. life is a lie, dude. There's a, there's a whole nother... Oh, he dresses up like Zorro and then hits you yeah. with a guitar is what it looks like. Oh, well, yeah. Oh. He, play, he plays a character it, called El Cabong. Yes. Um, in certain cases, as a quick draw would assume the identity of the mass vigilante El Cabong, a spoof of Zorro. All right. His, his in- introduction went as follows. <laughs> of all the heroes in Legend and Song, there's no one as brave as El Cabong. Yeah. As El Cabong, Quickdraw would attack his foes by swooping down on a rope with a war cry ole, some big-ass cultural appropriation <laughs> happening here, um, and then hitting him on the head with an acoustic guitar after shouting Kabong, which was always referred to as a Kabonger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, if that's not in the Urban Dictionary, I, uh, I'm i going to be very disappointed. <laughs> All right. Well, she gave me a Kabonger. Wikipedia, but okay. Oh, I'm El Cabong, champion of the good guys. Who are you? I am Melchizedek, champion of the bad guys. That's who. But yeah, so when I hear the word this crazy horse, is probably from when I was a kid. I'm picturing, you know, somebody like Quick Draw McGraw losing his shit. You know, that's a crazy horse. <laughs> yeah, so when he puts a on a mask, it beats you with a guitar and says, Cabong. Yeah, but it's actually, you know, his horses are crazy, and actually, I've I've read other uh, Lakota scholars where it's like, like crazy. They don't mean like, fuck, like don't feed it. You know, it'll bite off your fingers. It's more like they are spirited, like oh. super pain in the pain in the ass to ride, spirited. Like, and I could see that that would make sense. That but, makes sense. But they're his horses, so he can. He's the only one that can really handle them, or whatever. Yeah, that would. Yeah, I'm assuming so. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, but Will's going to tell you what his name because as a lot of these Native Americans names go, the name you end up with is almost never the one you started out with. Mm-hmm. So Will hit us with the comic sans. Uh, well, I'm getting my information from a a book of family oral traditions. Okay. So it's going to be a little bit different. Cool. Good. And there's three crazy horsies. And, of course, the uh, the last one was the one we'll be talking about. But uh, we can give you a little little background on the, the other, his grandpa and his dad. So, uh, of course, he already said his name. And I, th- I actually have that, too. So it's crazy that our actual research actually matches this. Whoa. That's shocking because I think yours is derived also from Native Americans and not fucking Washitsu, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be shocking how it'll line up if it's actually from the people we're talking about <laughs> people who should know best <laughs> yeah uh it's from uh the book is from the edward clown family oral tradition so if you know any clowns out there they are related to crazy horse edward clown cool. huh mm-hmm. that's that's a whole name to unpack on its own when when we uh when, when you you read off the names on the the native uh name website there was there was a clown in there somewhere i remember Probably, mm-hmm. I, and I know there. I, I don't think clown for the Native Americans is like you know like fucking JP Patches or Bozo. Yeah. But I do know they had like you know during ceremonies or I don't I don't know if for ceremony, but you know they'd have kind of like jester type trickster kind of people that would dress up kind of goofy and scare the shit out of the kids and do that kind of well, stuff. Well, yeah, they're maybe. fucking human. Like you gotta yeah. laugh, man. So mm-hmm. I'm assu- but I'm just assuming that a Lakota cat clown is probably let's call it a little more. Um, severe. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess when I think about it, Anglo clowns are pretty fucking. Oh yeah, in- 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 intense. You know. The my kids, I see shit that'll shock your eyelids. The sun and the moon, and even Mars. The Milky Way, a fucking shooting stars. UFOs, a river flows. Plant a little seed, and nature grows. Niagara Falls and the pyramids. Everything you believed in as kids Fucking rainbows After it rains There's enough miracles Here to blow your brains I fed a fish to a pelican at Frisco Bay It tried to eat my cell phone He ran away Violence is king I showed I showed my daughter uh, Tom and Jerry recently And she loved it But I'm watching like Like a cowboy just fucking Shooting holes in that cat And you know Then you drink the water And like Once you He like drinks the water And it all comes out the holes in his guts And Oh like, yeah yeah I'm watching that just like Ooh god Did should I be? Should, should she be watching this shit? <laughs> hey, man, it's uh, that kind of shit raised generations of Americans, and as you can see, we turned out fine. Absolutely fine. Everybody is fine. Kind of like how I was watching Platoon for the first time since I left the army, yeah, which I used to watch it a lot before, and when I was in the army, I just hadn't watched it in a while. And I got the distinct feeling that a lot of Americans these days interpreted uh, Barnes like the murdering fucking sergeant. Yeah. As like the good the good guy in there. Yeah. Because you know, Willem Dafoe is all like he's like a good soldier, but he's kind of disillusioned and he likes getting fucking high between missions and he doesn't like war crimes. And Barnes is a little more into the war crimes. What do you mean you don't like war crimes? Yeah. You're and a he pussy. has a, you know, famously like the, the, the thing for platoon is Willem Dafoe as the choppers are flying away after Barnes has shot him. And then it turns out he was still alive, and he's trying to get on the chopper, and he's getting chased down by just all the North Vietnamese. You oh, know, I don't, and I don't remember that part. Oh, yeah. it's. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I, I get the impression that a lot, or way too many people got the wrong idea of who the good guy is, if there is a good guy in that movie. And so, like I said, you know, <laughs> Tom and Jerry has been raising more generations of children than Platoon. Yeah. Not that you should let your children watch Platoon either. Um, I would. It's like the same thing, basically. That you don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Itchy and scratchy and Platoon. And just make yeah, it a yeah. double header. Fucking uh, Ren and Stampy and all that shit. But yeah, either which way. Yeah, like I was going to say, like, I think a Lakota clown was probably a little more severe, but, you know, I'm going to retract that because probably everybody a bit as scary as Anglo clowns, just in a different way. Yep. Less less honky horns and more probably like put a rattlesnake in your soup or something. <laughs> you know. 
<laughs> anyway. So the first crazy horse, uh, he was known because he painted lightning bolts on his face, which is pretty badass. Sick. Right. Uh, crazy Horse 2 was born in 1810, and of course his mom died shortly after childbirth. Uh, so at age 15, Crazy Horse 2 gets his first coup. Uh, a Shoshone warrior had killed an elder, and uh, Crazy Horse 2 helped, uh, happened upon it uh, and hit the Shoshone with his war club. Who fell into the water and then he drowned him. So that's pretty badass oh, at 15. Oh, fuck. Well, the sequel's always better than the first one. I like that you call him well, fucking you, Crazy Horse the, 2. Well, the thing is, we don't know what Crazy Horse 1 really did too much because the Lakota don't have a written language. I'm sure they, you know, I'm sure there was some skin counts with things depicting stuff he did, but you can't oh, yeah. interpret it who it is necessarily or what. Yeah. And since if the, if the one's born in 1810, well, then the other one was born in what, you know... 17-something. 17 yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, not a lot of documentation taking place, you know, that would have passed down to now. But anyway. Oh, did I mention there are uh, many kanju born in western part of the Black Hills there? So yep. that's where they hail from. Um, after his first coup, his father sends him on a vision quest. Uh, Crazy Horse 2, his mark would be a yellow lightning bolt, not two red ones like his dad. That's when uh, Crazy Horse 1 gives uh, Crazy Horse 2 his name and took the name Walks with Sacred Buffalo, which is not quite as badass as Crazy Horse, but... It's still pretty still pretty badass, but just not not as warrior... It sounds more contemplative and a little more like... Philosophery. One with the, one with the great spirits, kind mm-hmm. of, yeah. That's why you let the kids do all the, uh, all the fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, of course, Crazy Horse 1 catches a European disease in 1829 and passes away. And Crazy Horse 2 was age 19 at the time. So, 1838, this Crazy Horse 2 was made shirt wearer, kind of the protected, uh, protector of the people there. Uh, about this time, Crazy Horse 2 took interest in taking a wife named Rattling Blanket Woman. What? Uh, he offered up Ra- Rattling, Rattling Blanket, Blanket Woman. Woman. Yeah. <laughs> Tight. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like uh, I, it probably has something to do with like um, I don't know. At least I see a lot of it. With a lot of planes tries where they'll. Uh, I think a lot of times they use elk teeth as kind of a rattle thing. Like they'll sew a bunch of them, kind of overlapping like on a garment or on a thing. And so when you shake it, the teeth kind of hit together. And then, oh sh- yeah. So like when they're dancing, it kind of makes the. Ch- 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 yeah, ch- yeah. So they might have blanket like you know not a blanket like you're going to use from a for a bedspread necessarily, but you know. Yeah, like a rope type like of one dance that you wear. Thing. Yeah, yeah, or that you know. Yeah, actually, I would assume it has something to do with that. So, like back in the back in the seventies, my 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 ma, uh, she she took a, a basket weaving class. I know, Bo, I think you've seen him before, but like she she weaves out of like cattail grass. She'll like mm-hmm. dye, she'll dye the 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 grass different colors and then weave uh, dry it and like weave it into baskets. So when I was a kid, we we like cut down so much fucking cattail grass and like. My mom showed us how to dry it and dye it and all that shit, and uh, but she made a basket for my daughter when she was born, and uh, the handle on top of the the lid that goes on it is you know it's it's a woven kind of like pom pom almost, and it's full of um, uh, elk teeth or deer, I think okay. it's deer teeth, but yeah that that rattles too, yeah, yeah so same go. same kind of idea, okay. Hot commodity. 
If it wasn't mm-hmm. the natives trying to get the elk teeth, it was the fucking white guys like I talked about last week shooting them for their <laughs> goddamn Elks Club keychains. Oh, yeah. God so, damn, that's awful. <laughs> but... It's just uh, awful because the fucking Washitsu dickheads don't... They don't use the animal. They just pull its no. teeth out and walk away. Well, they didn't even shoot their own animal. It's like they had somebody go out and just shooting them for their teeth, you know. Alfred. Sending it off to... Sending it off to New York City yeah. or wherever. Get a rope. So, uh, Crazy Horse 2, he offers three horses for rattling blank wound, but that wasn't enough for her family. Uh, he was undeterred and came back and asked to talk to rattling blanket woman, who was down with being his wife, so she talked to her family. So he tries, and but was turned down again. Got to have enough horses. So he asked uh, one of her brothers, Hump, what they wanted. Yes. He said they wanted eight horses, and Crazy Horse 2 said, fine, I'll go steal some from my enemies. Yeah. And uh, Hump, the brother, said he'd go and help. Oh, dope. It's good, good brother-in-law right there. Fucking A. So they find some crow, the Indian, not the the bird, coming back from a buffalo hunt, and they got the crow to chase them, and they rode into a creek. Then they towards, turned back towards the horses, stealing four of them. And they got uh, all stealing all four of them, all laden with buffalo meat. Oh, wow. So I don't know how they... Uh, oh, I think they uh, kind of led them into a trap where there was a few more people there. So oh, okay. that's how they got them to scatter. Yeah. Uh, Whoa, so wait, all the horses they stole were just like like weighed down with fucking buffalo meat? Right. So it's mm-hmm. like a double score? That's awesome, Yeah, dude. lovely, lovely bonus prizes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so... Then, uh, then Rattling Blanket's uh, family was happy to get them to, to marry each other there. So that's the moral of the story. <laughs> yeah, if, if you have money, you get, yeah. Well, he showed himself <laughs> to be a, showed himself to be an earner, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. 1840, Rattling Blanket woman was pregnant and gave birth to Cha'ohua, or Among the Trees, but they called him Curly as a nickname. So uh, Crazy Horse 2 helped another Lakota band fend off some crow attackers. Uh, Probably the same guys they stole the fucking horses from, you know. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the other Lakota band, their chief, Corn, gave Crazy Horse two of his three daughters as wives. <laughs> wow. uh, this didn't please Rattling Blanket Woman, and she left. Uh, the village looked for her. But they found her in a tree, and she had to hung herself. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. So you got to be careful about uh, giving away your daughters there. Oh, man. Right? Might not be too good for the first wife. Well, there's the other thing with uh, Rattling Blanket Woman. Well, you, you mentioned that uh, uh, Crazy Horse 3, uh, his nickname was Curly. Oh, mm-hmm. And, you know, Native Americans not generally known for their curly hair. Right. And, uh, I think it was after the Three Stooges. So. I was gonna say, uh, well, I was gonna say, Curly didn't even have any hair, and fuck Shemp. It's all about Curly. Well, I, I'm I'm just saying uh, there was um, kind of some scuttlebutt, uh, like gossip, Mean Girls shit going around with the uh, Lakota uh, that uh, you know she uh, might have uh, had an affair with a European American, you know. Hence resulting in the curly-haired child. Oh, oh, shit, really? You know, yeah. I've, I've, I've read that posited in some places, but I'm not trying to spread 
bad gas in a small town or anything, but you know, <laughs> right, right. I was gonna say it's at least somewhat plausible, given Crazy Horse's appearance, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we have no pictures of him. <laughs> no, but uh, as his description, like of having curly hair. And in some accounts, kind of lighter colored hair, too. Okay, I was wondering why they called him Curly, because I didn't realize he had, you know, wavy curly hair or whatever. I don't think he had, like, super duper what we would call curly hair, but when you have people that have, like, Mari's hair, where it's, like, straight, straight, straight. Oh, right. And, and you then, throw a couple and then curls the, at it. Like, well, and the, you know, and, and the kiddo has a, kind of a little bit of curl to her hair. Got a little, got a little wave. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because look at your luscious fucking... I should mean if you let it air dry after the shower, it definitely will start twisting a little bit. So you're saying the kid looked like the uh, the the postal delivery person? Yeah, like the Pony Expressman or what have you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, uh, then uh, that's the thing is they had the uh, the three you know the three wise. You said that uh, he was offered two, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and then also apparently. Uh, ram, uh, rattling blanket woman's sister, good-looking woman. Which mm-hmm. I mean, that's about the cream of the crop name you can really get. <laughs> like, uh, she apparently also kind of kind of volunteered to come like be a replacement wife for her sister too, and apparently yep. did some of the raising of him. So uh, that's she couldn't have kids of her own, so she r- right. took care of her. Damn, of and. Uh, so Curly called her mom, and she called him son. Uh, 1851 is the Fort Laramie Treaty, but uh, Crazy Horse 2 didn't bother to attend. Which worked out but just fine. But his brother-in-law, Lonehorn, did. Uh, the white man promised gifts every year, but the first year when they returned to Fort Laramie, the gifts were not there. Uh, all get wait, Amazon wait gift cards. F- yep. Yep. <laughs> Fifty dollar Amazon gift card over over eleven dollars left on it. <laughs> Secondhand gift cards. Yep, can't beat that. I got a bunch of Starbucks gift cards. If you want them, I'm not using them. I don't I even want have. gift. I don't want Starbucks even if it's free. Yeah, I have one for emergency purposes. I'm just never in a Starbucks. So anyway, so that uh, Lone Horn, which I every time I hear that. Got to be picturing a guy wearing a war bonnet with just like a unicorn horn <laughs> coming out of it. I know that's not remotely the case, but it's the mental picture I've got every time I hear that name. So, uh, 1854 at Fort Laramie, while they're getting their nudities there. Uh, I'm sure we uh, covered this, but I don't know which episode we did. Uh, when a rogue cow from a wagon train ran into their camp, knocking over all their pots. Uh, a guy named High Forehead shot it, but this pissed off whiteys, and they complained to the soldiers. Uh, Conquering Bear, the appointed head uh, chief, by whitey, of course, yeah, went to Fort Laramie to make a recompense and to keep the soldiers from killing them all, uh, which they killed two the year before. Uh, Crazy Horses 2, their band, camped with Conquering Bear just in case trouble had happened. Uh, this is uh, when Fleming sends out, uh, was it Sergeant Grattan and 29 soldiers to seize High Forehead and punish him. Uh, they posted their cannon towards the camp. The interpreter was drunk and hurling insults at the Lakota. Ooh, that's um, not what you need. <laughs> no. The only dude that uh, should be fucking sober. 
Curly was supposed to protect his younger brother, but rode into battle, and his father admonished him. So he must have been still pretty young at this time, because he's still a Ka'ohoa, not uh, not Crazy Horse 3 yet. Right. Uh, the soldiers were wiped out, uh, and then the Lakota go back to the Black Hills. Conquering Bear was killed and left uh, a lasting mark on the Ko'oha, or uh, Crazy Horse 3. So he gets his first uh, bad taste of Whitey when he was a young teenager there. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that wasn't his first bad taste of Whitey. I'm sure. But I was gonna say, At least he got to have an idyllic childhood. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just love how, like, I just love how the fucking... Washitsu asshole can like cruise through town breaking all their shit and they're like hey fucker and they just you know shoot him because he's fucking up their shit yeah, and then yeah. like you get the full force of the military up your ass because because yeah. you're fighting for your fucking town yeah they will rain holy hell on you because you know for mm-hmm. a fact if, if like you know one native dude rode, rode through a town and like tipped over a, a fucking barrel or something like he would get his ass shot and there'd be you know oh yeah fuck yeah you look at a white woman. Yeah. Or just yeah. be native. Yeah, yeah. Close to Any- a white settlement. <laughs> You're fucked. Any of these things. Oh, by the way, I did look up uh, Lakota clowns. And uh, they have uh, what's called a heoka. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that quite corrective. Or hauka, heoka, something like that. That is exactly what I was talking about. He's a contrarian jester and satirist who speaks, moves, and acts in a opposite fashion to people around them. So it's like the contraries, mm-hmm. like uh, that, you know, like a uh, little big man, like the, uh, the Cheyenne. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, it, it's a symbol. It's I'm sure it's some kind of society, you know what I'm saying? Like that they do. Thespian society. Yeah. But yeah, but so yeah, that's a little more going back to the whole uh, last name clown. I'm sure initially it wasn't clown. It was probably something like, Ayoka or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, I wonder if that's where the uh, the the joke from uh, the aristocrats started. You ever see that documentary? <laughs> it's a documentary yep. about one I've, one joke. I've seen it a long time ago. I mean, I'm familiar with the joke aristocrats. I've yeah. seen the documentary a while ago, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that's where it started. Okay, pretty sure. You heard it here a second. Uh, a talent agent is sitting in his office. A no American family walks in. Ah, father and mother, son and daughter, a big fluffy dog. The family has blonde hair and blue eyes and bright skin. And uh, the talent agent looks up and goes, all right, let's see what you do. So the father drops his pants and takes off his shirt. He's totally naked. He undresses his wife, starts fucking his wife on the floor. (laughs) Then the son drops his pants, takes his shirt off, and uh, his sister also takes all our clothes off. The son and the daughter start fucking on the floor, too. And the dog is pissing on them. (laughs) Then the mother turns around and starts blowing the sun. The father starts fist-fucking the daughter in the ass. And and the father, just for your information, is an ex-Marine who has really muscular arms. The type with the tattoo of a battleship on it. 
I'll start at the beginning. <laughs> it's important if you miss any part, then the joke makes no sense. <laughs> then the father starts fucking his son in the ass as the son is eating his mother's tongue, as the mother is eating the daughter's tongue, as the daughter is blowing the dog. <laughs> the dog in the ass. Because really, why leave the dog out? That would be wrong. It would be very wrong. Now, that son breaks off a leg from one of the chairs and shoves it up his sister's asshole and starts fucking her with it as the father takes a lamp and shoves it into her cunt as the mother is licking out the father's asshole as the mother is eating the dog's ass. Now, the dog takes a tremendous shit on the floor. Now, you'd think, if, if I could pause for a second, you'd think that at this point, the talent agent would go, oh, for God's sakes, I'm getting on the phone and calling the police. But no. I'm just saying, you know, in case you've ever questioned that. Now, the son walks in with tables out of the trunk of a car, like jumper cables. So he attaches the jumper cables to his father's balls and starts running electricity to him as he's licking out his father's asshole as the father's eating his daughter out as he's fucking the dog in the ass. This sounds like one of those prayers on the Jewish holidays that you have to read. And he fucks in the ass and the dog fucks the cat and the cat fucks the boy and the boy fucks the dog. Amen, amen. And little kid, little kid, and the fire put out the dog that fucked the cat, that fucked the girl. And, and then the son climbs up on a table puts a noose around his neck and jumps off and through auto-asphyxiation, see this is educational, you start choking and that makes you have a big orgasm. Try it when you get home. <laughs> Not really, really, I'd like you to. I've, I've looked at a few of you and I don't see that it would be a major loss. <laughs> if any of you hung yourselves tonight and the cop said, well, he was he uh, shot Ooh! 
running loose, is squeezing his pimples into his mother's cunt. Into his mother's cunt. And it's like filled with pimple juice. And then he starts shoving his face in and eating it out. This is based on a true story. And he's eating her out. Now so the, so the daughter squeezes her blackheads into her. on his dick. And then the son and daughter start blowing the father with the shit and the blackheads on his dick. And now their face is covered with shit and piss and cum and, and also uh, sweat. Ooh, sweat, sorry. No sweat. Sweat's disgusting. Ugh, sweat. Oh, it's horrible. Ooh, sweat. Stop with the sweat already. get pulled out of their cunts and they're jerked off and they're shooting cum and they're blowing the rats and their faces get covered with rat cum and they shit and piss and uh, the family's covered with shit and piss and rat cum and a little sweat Ooh, don't like that and then uh, the father takes a tremendous shit on the floor and the mother pulls out her glass eye and the And then the dog uh, bites the rat's heads off, and they start the son and the, the, the father start fucking the rats in the neck. <laughs> and believe it or not, the father with these enormous arms is able to fist fuck a rat in the ass. <laughs> Because they have amazingly elasticity in a rat. If you catch a rat, try it. I'm telling you, you'll thank me for it later. You'll thank me for it later. You, you fucking rat. You fucked the rat in the asshole. And, uh, and, and they're fucking and sucking for about like five hours in shit and piss and cum and pimple pus and blackheads and ooh, sweat. And then uh, afterwards, they stand up and they take a bow. And the talent agent, the talent agent, non Lost by this. I like to throw in a big word. Nonplussed by this. Goes, hmm. That's an interesting act you have there. What do you call yourself? And they say, the aristocrats. Crazy Horse 3 tells his father about the bad dreams he had about Conquering Bear being killed there. So he decided he needed a Hembleka or Vision Quest. He goes out to pray. Uh, the creator showed him that he'd be protector of his people. Uh, during the vision quest, General Harney, yay, yep. punished a village headed by uh, Little Thunder, south of the Black Hills in Nebraska. So uh, General Harney's on the warpath. 
and killing all the old and young and women. Uh, after that, uh, Crazy Horse 3 wants to become a warrior and to uh, get a little revenge and to protect his people there. Right. And during this vision quest, he told him to paint a red lightning bolt in the middle of his forehead, all the way down to the left eye and wear a red ho- and to wear red hawk feathers. So, yeah, so now he has his uh, war paint all set up. Right. Now, now he's ready to go. Well, wait, it's not all set up because did you get to the hail, hailstones? Also, what did it say what his vision quest was? Did he have to stare at the sun or ch- dig chunks out of his arm? Or I think he just went out fasting. Uh, I think. Didn't stop at Taco Bell for sure. Yeah. That's true. But I don't think he did any of the uh, the other stuff. A, because he wasn't like uh, like straight up medicine man style, so he mm-hmm. doesn't know all the tricks of the trade. You got to oh, yeah. kind of... You're like the first level member of the church, so you don't know all the the jazz. He hasn't got to Xenu yet. Yeah. So what uh you said he saw he uh he saw himself as a warrior. Like what was his, his get up for that? Oh yeah, that's what it's supposed to be is his uh war paint, yeah. That's kinda yeah. what Will was talking about. Because I'm imagining Ziggy Stardust. You said he had one lightning bolt? Yeah, down the side of his face. Oh, like, okay. Uh, middle of his forehead to his left eye, so kind of... Oh, okay, so... Yeah. And it was up to him to wear some red hawk feathers because that was uh, who led him to the vision quest in the first place. So he was following the red hawk. So it's like a sponsor? Yeah. So David Bowie did kind of rip him off a little bit. Well, yeah. Well, and then then it has the thing where... um, I don't know if it was during the the vision quest or not, but he ended up adding um, like other stuff to his whole like look. I guess um, he was not one of these guys. He was like known to never wear like a full on war bonnet, even later after he was like a war chief and stuff. He's like one feather. Uh, uh, for some reason, like it says always says a brown stone by his ear, like hanging there, addressed very simply. But then uh, after I, th- I read, it was something where like they're riding in the like. Um, hailstorm and stuff happened and it kind of knocked the dust off of him so he's all like spotted and stuff so that started being part of his war paint too he'd paint a bunch of little white dots on his body to represent hailstones oh whoa too so you got like the lightning on the face and then the hailstone body also uh i think it's when they get back they give you your medicine bundle this is like these are going to be your things that protect you or whatever and uh so i guess there was parts of a uh, snowy owl in there too like White Owl, which uh, according to Lakota, apparently uh, gives you like a long life or an extended life. Okay, and then I like uh, those goddamn burrow owls. Everybody knows. Yeah, uh, but oh, and then it was that thing, and they gave us some white powder, and that was okay. That's what it was cover yourself uh, in. Uh, uh, you take the white powder, you wet it, and then you put it over your vulnerable points. So it's like uh, it's like armor that's not armor. It's like paint on, you know, probably over your heart and your lungs oh, right, and right. stuff like that. But apparently, yeah, when it dried, it looked like hailstones. So that became part of his deal too. But that was that was more protective. I almost said garment. It's not exactly a garment, but more like a protect protective medicine, you know, and not just a war paint. But yeah, that's what we're doing. And he was and he was taught a special song, and that's told him about how he's going to be the protector of his people. It's like all the, I guess it would be like maybe almost like coming of age kind of 
stuff he got. We can dance if we want to. Right. <laughs> Sorry. that one nope uh don't go anywhere how the west was fucked will be right back hey folks it's crazy ernie from crazy ernie's previously owned horse emporium it's a giant general store of previously owned horses i got so many previously owned horses people come up to me all the time and say hey crazy ernie where'd you get all those previously owned horses Looky here, I got brown previously owned horses, spotted previously owned horses, black previously owned horses. I got enough previously owned horses to choke a camel. I also got camels. That's right, you come down here in the next hour and a half and buy a previously owned horse from me and I'll throw in an army surplus camel for just one penny. That's Crazy Ernie's previously owned horse emporium. Just take the 310 to Yuma right next to Jared's Barber and Bloodletting. So come on down or I swear to God I will bayonet all 40 of these goddamn mules. So, fall of 1858, a Shoshone war party attacked and killed a Lakota woman on the Powder River. But her son gets away and runs away. And uh, Crazy Horse 3 hears him and rode to his rescue. He rode up behind uh, his pursuer, or the, the kid's pursuer, and knocked him in the head with his war club. Come on! Uh, so, uh, Crazy Horse 3 sends a little boy back to camp to tell the Shoshones. The Shoshones were unsure if Crazy Horse was with a war party, so they ride off, and he counts coup on some of the slower guys. But once the Shoshone saw that Crazy Horse 3 was all alone, they started to chase him back the other way. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh shit. Like, uh, well, what's the show where they, they're chasing each other, open a door, run into the hallway, open another door, you know... Oh, yeah, yeah. You just pop yeah, out like a random door. Like yes. Benny, Benny Hill did that shit a lot. Benny Hill, exactly, yeah. Um, also, one last time, because I'm a fucking idiot, counting coup means... You touch them. Oh, kill okay. Them. Run up and touch them and you run away. Okay, you can touch them right. with your your hand is probably the most ballsy, but generally they'd use uh, either a riding crop or a war club. And so if you're counting coup with a war club, there's a pretty good chance you're going to injure them. Yeah. Or kill them while you're doing it. I was just counting but, coup. I don't know. I didn't the, know he was such a wuss. You know, if you didn't have shit like that, you'd maybe use like your the buttstock of your rifle or the barrel of your rifle. Okay. And yeah, that kind of thing. So that's what I actually, thought it was. I just couldn't remember for real. It was actually in a lot of cases seen as more of an achievement than killing a guy, because you know, yeah, anybody can kill a guy, you know, with a gun or a bow and arrow. But can you get close enough to your enemy, touch him, and have him not kill Safely you? Safely get that's away. A yeah. More, right. So now Crazy Horse Three is getting chased. But they ride over the ridge, and then they find uh, his fellow warriors come to help him. So the Lakota surround the Shoshone and wipe them all out there. So Oh, fuck. Damn. Yeah. So now it was time for Crazy Horse 2 to pass on his name to Crazy Horse 3. Uh, Crazy Horse 2 takes the name Waglula, or Worm. Yep. Worm? Uh, yep. Worm. What's up, big car? I mean, big worm? Probably to make it so, uh, I'm assuming that I've, you see that happen from time to time, like when a father gives his name down to his son, he'll take, like, kind of a shit name. Yeah. To, to like, enhance uh, the son's new name, you know. 
I was cool in my time when I had this name, but now I'm just an old man. Don't pay attention to me. Look at what my kid's doing. My my son is uh, Bear Mauler, and I am Donkey Turd. Yeah, kind of <laughs> like that. Yeah. Or just name him Donald Trump Jr. And you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oof. Fuck it, white man. Uh, so, uh, fast forward to 1864 is when gold is found in Montanaville. So that means many more honkies trespassing on Lakota land. Uh, yeah. Crazy Horse leads plenty of raids to steal rifle, rifles and ammunition from soldier patrols. So this is kind of the uh, the kickoff for the, uh, at least the uh, western part of the Lakota War there. Right. Uh, 1864 was also Shevington's attack. That inferior, uh, further inferior raided the Lakota, uh, who a lot of them intermarried with the Cheyenne. It was right. the Cheyenne that got uh, wiped out there. Right. Um, then the Cheyenne attacked Julesburg, which I don't know if we covered that as, as well as we should have when we recovered the Shivington thing, but it, they did fuck did, some shit up in retaliation. We did not. I don't remember Julesburg, but they burned the town to the ground. Oh, that'll do it. <laughs> So that next year, uh, Crazy Horse goes down to help the Cheyenne to help drive out Whitey there. Back when they were still really optimistic they could actually achieve that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Worm, or now Worm, Crazy Horse 2, was friends with Lone Man, uh, whose grandson was Red Cloud, even Ooh. though they're different bands of La- Lakota there. Uh, they had went together on buffalo hunts. When Crazy Horse and Red Cloud met, Red Cloud suggests they attack any whitey to enter their hunting grounds and crazy horse agreed so they start off on good terms anyway Friendship. so after the battle at uh by andy's house there in ranchester connor's massacre mm-hmm. the arapaho become allies against the whiteys too uh 1866 the three forts are built along the bozeman trail against the lakota's wishes whitey tries to trade presents for permission uh, crazy, crazy horse was mad at Red Cloud for even listening to the proposal, and he did not wish uh, Red Cloud to lead any attack. So basically, uh, even though Red Cloud's more, more well known, it's uh, Crazy Horse that's leading all this military stuff against Whitey there. Even though okay. Crazy uh, or Red Cloud's more in contact with Whitey's there. Of course, you can go back and listen to uh, the Fetterman Massacre and learn a little bit more in-depth about this. But uh, Quite a bit more in-depth, mm-hmm. but... <laughs> yeah. So they concentrate on Fort Phil Cardi, not Kearney. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. the one See, something. Guy, guy from Nebraska, there you go. <laughs> There'll be uh, Kearney from here on out, though. You get one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they would attack him each time they went to go cut some logs. Well, yeah, uh, it's fucking it's Woodhawks. Wood yeah, red shirts. Mm-hmm. And the Lakota are smart enough to burn the grass around the fort to make the soldiers go further and further out for hay. Uh, after an attack in December, the Lakota lured away some soldiers e- pretty easily and killed a few. So they saw how easy it was to lure out Whitey and set up a trap. So uh, let's do it on the other side of the ridge and out of the range of the cannons, too, so... Yeah. Uh, actually, Red Cloud was away procuring guns and coffee, which you, <laughs> which any <laughs> redneck needs. That sounds like a coffee shop well, in the Panhandle, of Idaho. Well, are you? Well, I mean, you guys are from here. If if any uh, Pacific Northwest, especially Seattle-centric people, listen to the show, which we know they do, 
Uh, I mean, I, let me find it real quick. It's it's literally a thing. If you go down to like Outdoor Emporium or wherever, there's all these. It looks like the Starbucks logo. Mm-hmm. Oh but she's yeah, got yeah, a yeah, yeah. Forty-five in each hand and just says, "I love, I love guns. guns and coffee." Yeah, I love guns and coffee. Yeah, that's right. So uh, apparently, Red Cloud was <laughs> a member of that club. <laughs> So uh, Red Cloud's away, so he doesn't even participate in the attack. But the Lakota attacked the wood-gathering party. It was Crazy Horse and nine others that lured the soldiers away from the post. They were, uh, of course, they did the trick of checking their horses and pretend that the horses had bad feet. They were lame. Uh, They led them to uh, over the hill there and waited for the soldiers to come for them. Of course, uh, this is when Crazy Horse moves them too, and <laughs> which is oh, like, that's right. Yeah. Uh, oh, look, my look, my horse is broken. Hey, why did he check out my ass? <laughs> How do you like that? Uh, also, they set up a fake camp to help the wounded on the other side of the ridge, known as Pinot Creek. It's a river of uh, wine. I was gonna say Pinot Grigio <laughs> Creek. Yep. So they pretend that they have a bunch of wounded women and uh, men and women in camp, but that's kind of too hard for the soldiers to resist. So in that little, you mean we don't? Of course, we, you mean we don't have to actually fight anybody? Right. I'm on. Yeah, like yeah. We're they know brave. our weakness. <laughs> wounded women. <laughs> finally, something we can kill. <laughs> All right, they finally stopped coming after the women and children. What should we tell them? Well, just tell them it's just wounded women and children. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah fucking. <laughs> so they, the they managed to hide 500 warriors in that little uh, uh, draw there uh, behind the ridges, and then they attack them. Uh, the soldiers didn't have a fighting chance. Uh, the fighting lasted about 40 minutes, and many of the the Indians that were killed were just from raining down arrows from their own people. Uh, right. They wipe out all the soldiers. The Cheyenne women get back. From the Sand Creek Massacre, they get uh, some revenge by mutilating all the bodies. Good. Yep. And, and seriously, if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to the Sand Creek Massacre. I right. My brain was broken by that episode. Yeah. As it yeah. should be. Amaz- we don't, in general, condone the mutilating of anybody's body, but if anybody, uh, I guess, had it coming, yes. uh, <laughs> you know. Of course, it should have been Shivington and not... Right, yeah, not, not these guys, but guys that weren't there. But yeah, but still, I I, I understand the impulse of the speaking. Speaking of the name Donkey Turds, that would be that's what I'm going to call Shivington from now on. Donkey yep. Turds. Oh, don't disgrace a donkey like that. <laughs> yeah, just, just call him 1800 Ted's 1800s Ted yep. Cruz because that's basically fucking a, butter goblin. Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked. I'll be right back. My network's in the saddle. Don't want to stop every mouth to have your diarrhea from drinking that alkaline water? Well, fret no more with crap chips. We have taken the standard cowboy chips and paired them with a pair of adult cowboy-sized diapers. So now the only happy trail you'll be having is the road ahead, not the trail brown behind. On your brown behind. The next year, of course, this is in December, so the next year is the Wagon Box fight at Phil Kearney. Uh, 
But this time, the the Lakota were held off by the soldiers' new repeating rifles. So there wasn't yep. a, a part two that helped them out there. But yeah, they they weren't even like uh like good. They weren't like Spencers or any kind of lever action that much, according to my thing. It was just like it was Western family. It just wasn't a fucking muzzle loader anymore. Well, that's it where the Western like, family like uh, uh, brand started, right? Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. With those repeating rifles. What the fuck is Western Family? Western Family? That's like the the shitty store brand from when I was a kid. From what store? All the stores. It was the cheapest brand there was. It was cheaper is than any. Oh, you know says... what? It it might have been from the Food Depot. There was a there was a store when I was a kid in Shelton called the Food Depot, and it just had a picture of a train on the sign. Oh, I've seen this logo, the the yeah. red oval with the. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty poor, and I don't even buy that shit. <laughs> yeah, we did when I was a kid. <laughs> you think Malto meals is bad? Try the fucking yeah. Western Family with sugar smacks. They they come yeah. in the they come in the bag fucking stale. In, in fact, I know that's that. I know I've had that because I bought like their version of like uh, Fruit Loops or something. Yeah, I guess I have had that. Yeah, yeah. Got to keep in touch here with your roots and have Lucky Charms. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I don't like them. I don't like them goddamn marshmallows. I don't care what the leprechaun tells me. Fuck that and shit. I, and I have Irish spring soap, even though I'm not that Irish. So. You're a strong man, John. A mite stronger than I care to be. Then shower up with Irish spring. Aye, the double deodorant uh-huh. soap. Helps to keep a strong man fresh. Irish spring. It has two deodorants, not just one. Two deodorants for long-lasting protection and a fine, fresh smell. That's why I use it, too. Look for the Irish Spring Scratch and Sniff Sweepstakes and money-saving coupon in your Sunday paper. I do, I do tend to use that, but that's because it's the cheapest and doesn't have make me smell like a fucking fruit salad or a pine tree or a... It just kind of smells like fresh soap. The shit I have right now is like coconut. And it's off-putting to me. It's like I was like I'm wearing banana boat or something. Oh yeah, you smell like a the, like a high school girl, right? Mm-hmm. I, and much you know, I enjoy coconut as much as the next guy, but uh, I don't need to smell like one necessarily. But whatever. I, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The the they're itchy the, to have sex with it too. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. hey, they got three holes just like a regular person. Uh, yeah. No, uh, I remember when I was. I was like, I think I turned like 17 or something, and like Chad, uh, bass player for Poop Attack, fucking uh, got me an ice cream cake from, um, from uh, 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 where the fuck was it? It doesn't matter, Safeway or something like that. But it was it was an ice cream cake, so it was made out of ice cream, but it was covered in Whoppers, like the candy. Oh, and he God. bought he bought it because the cake was called Whoppalicious, and so he called me Whoppalicious for like two years after that, because I'm Italian. Yeah, that's <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, the the, bo- the Bohemians don't have any nice soap, so right. I guess I'm stuck I was, stinking like a Bohemian. You I just, was just smell e- like beer. Well, that mm-hmm. I was just explaining that. Like, I was talking to our friend Anita uh, today, and I mentioned something about my dad was, like, uh, he always said, like, part Bohemian. And, you know, like, a lot of people I don't think realize, like, you know, like when I, when you hear word bohemian, it's usually kind of like you're talking about like Andy Warhol or something like that. Nope. And you know I'm not. My dad is not an artist or was not an artist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so not that, but uh, I, I was trying to remember uh, oh, what what country used to be like Bohemia. Germany, man. 
It wasn't Germany. Yeah, it was it's, uh, all the Slavs. Yeah. Oh, it was Czechoslovakia. Really? There you go. Yeah. I thought it was part of Germany because that's where like the original Budweiser is from. Bohemian beer. From Bohemia or Bavarian? Oh, maybe I'm thinking Bavarian. Stella. Oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Stella okay. is Bohemian. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's right. It's oh man, I love me some Stella. More or less like kind of the Czech Republic. What's the swing top one? Krolsch is from there. You're not wrong because also like it was part of like, you know, it, it got tossed around a lot and like the Austrian Empire owned it for a while and yeah. Re- well, Republic it's, of Ger- German Austria, you know. It's basically like the hops growing region of Europe and it it covers like a big fucking chunk of of Germany and Eastern Europe and Austria and stuff. So it's Yakima. Yeah, kind of. Anyway, uh, soap. What were we talking about before soap? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, cereal, Western family. Oh, with breech loading rifles. Uh, Western yeah, family yeah, breech loading rifles. It's just the factor that the soldier, you know, Fetterman fight, they were still mostly using muzzle loaders and shit like that. And uh, now they were able to fire like, you know, six rounds a minute or some shit like that. And that made a big fucking difference. Mm-hmm. You know? So. Right. So now the Lakota have to get better weapons, which they do 10 years later. Right. Well, and then the Lakota were able to just go to the store and buy, like, well, maybe not Henry's were kind of hard to come by, but some of those old Spencer's and the some of the, the Winchester's were, you know, the lever actions were coming into kind of vogue, and the Army didn't like using those because they felt like the soldiers would waste too many bullets. But, you know, the natives could just go and buy one if somebody would sell it to them or take them from you know, raiding places or whatever. So they tended to actually have stuff with a little higher rate of fire after a fashion, too, because of that. Uh, Fast forward to Crazy Horse. He helped a young woman named Black Buffalo Woman escape her husband named No Water, who would beat her when he got drunk. That son of Uh, a bitch. (laughs) That's why he's named No Water. I know. I was going to say, and no water. Oh, yeah, without, shit. W- w- without the backstory, you think, oh, that guy's a tough ass. He can like travel long distances with no water. So he's no, he just doesn't drink water <laughs> unless there's alcohol and you know mash in it. So uh, crazy horse gets a uh, young uh, black buffalo woman away from her abusive husband there. But uh, once the abusive husband, no water, finds out. Comes into Crazy Horse's GP and aims a pistol right at Crazy Horse. Crazy Horse's relative touched the cloud, uh, knocked him over, and knocked the pistol up, and the shot cra- uh, grazed Crazy Horse's face. Yeah. And then no water takes off. Well, I always hear it as it actually shot him, like, didn't graze it, like, shot him, like, in the upper jaw, like, pretty squarely. It just missed anything vital. Damn. But, uh, uh, but also, you, you skipped over the fact that Black Bubble Whooping, uh, apparently, as Lakota tradition was, according to fucking Wikipedia, uh, which, you know, you can correct me if you're Lakota and you know better, but uh, uh, you could, like, divorce, like, a guy by, like, just taking all of his shit out of your lodge and then either going back in with your family or uh, shacking up with another dude. And so apparently they did that, so it was like, oh, look, we're I'm divorced. But uh, No Water didn't want to accept that, you know? Yeah. So. Damn. Yeah. No Water was related to Red Cloud, though. Mm-hmm. And he wanted Crazy Horse's shirt, 
because uh, Crazy Horse was a shirt wearer uh, or protector of the people to make up for the offense. Uh, Red Cloud was mad at Rick Crazy Horse for not listening to him during the Fetterman battle. Kind of Red Cloud, at least according to uh, this book uh, from the, the clown relatives there. He kind of wanted to be a big chief among Lakota, even though the whites thought he was kind of a big chief. The the Lakota really didn't think so either. So Right. Well, they didn't have a whole thing where there's not just one chief for all Lakota, and the whites thought he was the one chief of all the Lakota, or they wanted him to be that so they could be like, we're just going to deal with him. And they didn't want to have to deal with all these different chiefs from different bands. And they thought, like, oh, if we just get Red Cloud to speak for us, like, everybody will listen. And, and everybody else like, we didn't fucking elect Red Cloud. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, which is still you happening know? with the United States military yeah, and other it, countries. Where they're, right. like, they're like, well, we can talk to this guy who's a war war like warlord or whatever. And the actual democratically elected, elected leader doesn't deal with us very well so we'll just kill yeah. that guy and then we'll put saddam hussein in charge right or the shah or whatever you know exactly yeah. so it's but. shit still happening also it should be noted that after uh no water uh shot crazy horse in the face this did not make crazy horse's relatives super happy so they oh, chased him they chased him the fuck off and he ran his horse until it fucking died until he made it on foot to his own village so then they you know didn't attack the other village and they kind of let him get in there and tell his side of the story first. Yeah. But yeah, he had to, he had to literally run for his fucking life after that mm -hmm. little one. Uh, fall of 1867 is when they abandoned all the forts on the Bozeman trail. Uh, also crazy horse loses a daughter to, uh, quote unquote, white man's disease. Stupid fucking white man. Which could have been probably anything back in the day. Literally anything. Yep. Uh, miners kill his best friend. Uh, is that the the daughter from uh, uh, Blackshaw? Uh, that I don't have. Okay, if it was the one he had with Blackshaw, which I think might have been his only child too, but uh, if I, ca I can't remember right now, we'll get to it. But uh, her the daughter's name was They Are Afraid of Her. Oh, fucking that's fucking yes. metal as shit. Yes, it is. Miners also kill his best friend, Little Hawk. So as a protector of his people, he wasn't doing such a great job, at least according to him. Uh, so he kind of goes on the rampage, uh, attacking miners in the Black Hills there. Kills nearly 300. Holy and shit, that's awesome. <laughs> Fuck. And he's nice enough to lay their bodies at the entrance of the trails back to the Black Hills as a warning. Oh, I thought um, it was just for easy, easy, you know... Funeral arrangements, just being a good mm -hmm. dude. Totally. <laughs> Come get your boy. Uh, he also loses a niece and a sister who lived on the Red Cloud Agency to, to white man's disease then. Fuck it, white man. So he saw what uh, living on the reservation did for you. He'd just get more diseases from whitey there. Um, his brother-in-law stands straddle, uh, left her when he, she got sick. Uh, uh, one of her sisters. So the white man kind of corrupted him. So as you can see, you know, living on the reservation just is not an option for Crazy Horse. No. Not great. Well, and uh, like, you know, when you're talking about like white man diseases, what did the Pine Ridge Lakota try to do during this uh, pandemic? Tried to shut down any travel in and out of the res. Oh, that's right. Anybody that wasn't a tribal member. Yeah. And of course, you know, 
great father in Washington told them they couldn't do that. Actually, it was more like, I think more like the governor of South Dakota told them they couldn't do that. But yeah, but but they tried. Well, even out on, on the coast here, that you can go yep. to uh, like Salish uh, Rialto the... Rialto Beach, but you couldn't go into to the town of Lapush. Right. Well, which, good. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that too. Yeah, because uh, uh, we had a friend that was going to have a birthday, and we we had secured like a bunch of cabins in Lapush, like in March, like like mid March, I think last year. Yeah, and uh, that shit was just like, nope, fucking. Like, res closed out. Everybody yeah, get the fuck we're, out. We're, we're done here. Stay yep. away. We've been through this before. Fuck off. Well, um, and even like even like when Will and I were out uh, fishing this summer and we're going up towards uh, Squim, I can't remember which uh, reservation is along the canal there, but I mean, they're, they didn't even have their gas stations open or nothing. Like, they just didn't want oh, people yeah. getting exposed, so they shut the whole... I mean, they shut her the fuck down. Good on them. I mean, it's better than... Fuck it, it's fake news. I'm going to go drive around and <laughs> cough on people. So, Because that's my thing now. Uh-huh. Yep, where we can invade the uh, Congress without any masks on. Can right. See how many of those people didn't have masks on. That's the oh, best yeah. part. It's like if you just would have worn a mask like you're supposed to, you'd be probably be fine. Yeah, they got 30. Uh, I think the current tally is 36 uh, Capitol Police officers who are now testing positive for COVID. Oh, fuck. Two week, two weeks after that, so do the math. <laughs> oh, man, crazy assholes. Yep. Thanks, Fox News. Yep. That should be our next catchphrase. <laughs> it isn't already. Fuck you, Miles City. <laughs> and also Nelson Miles. <laughs> so, summer eighteen seventy four. Uh, crazy Horse sees about a thousand soldiers. Can we do invade his Black Hills there? Uh, they oh, were taking me... pictures and had along mining equipment. You, you want to take a wild guess who this is, Tony? Uh, who what? Who who is the Thousand Soldiers? Oh, um, Custer. Yeah. That's it. Holy shit! So they stomp around the Black Hills for about a month and leave. But they were nice enough to tell everybody in the whole country that there was gold in them, their hills. Whether or not they so, actually found any or not. Will, say it like you're supposed to. What? There's gold in their hills. Say it like you're supposed to. Them are hills? Thar hills. Yeah, no, you do the fucking minor voice. You're perfect at it. Them are hills. There you Not go. <laughs> it's not the minor voice that's his normal voice he's having to throw on an accent just to make himself legible when he does his <laughs> so this is when the government uh, fast forward to 1876 <laughs> that's when the government says all the uh, Lakota had to be on reservations by January 31st which is a good idea in the middle of winter that's when yeah. you want to do most of your traveling but the winter kept them inside their camps because they're not fucking stupid and then the government uh, interpreted that as, oh, they're resisting. Quit resisting while we beat you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop yeah. hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Why don't you go for a walk in the fucking winter for, you know, three months to get to wherever? Oh, but it's cold. It's cold. <laughs> so in March, Little Wolf's uh, Cheyenne village was attacked by soldiers. 
Most escaped, but the soldiers got their food. This is uh, coming up from, uh, what's his face? What, Sully? Uh, uh, no, the other dude coming up from uh, Fort Fetterman. Not uh, not Crook. Oh, yeah, Crook. Yeah, was it Crook? Sorry. Okay. Yeah. That's General bands, George Crook. Bands the Cheyenne together with the Lakota even more. Uh, most escaped, but the soldiers got their food, supplies, and horsies. 1,200 horsies. Uh, oh. They burn all their belongings. Of course, later that night, the Cheyenne recapture all their horses. Because uh, that happens every time. Nobody has a horse for longer than a day. You just constantly are having to steal your horses back from someone every day in the Old West. You go to bed with horses, you wake up with none, and by the end of the day, you'll have some other ones. And then later, you'll find your actual ones and somehow recognize them. Yeah, it's like Grand Theft Auto and Online. It's exactly, yeah, yeah. Like, cars have no real meaning. They're just free for the taking Yep. for anyone who's going to grab one. Yep. Yep. Of course, the Cheyenne go to see their friends, uh, the Lakota, uh, but they are frostbitten cold. Uh, later, in a little later, uh, Sitting Bull's camp joins Crazy Horses. A lot more from the Indian agencies join them, too. But uh, Crazy Horse knew they needed better guns if they're going for an upcoming fight. So they ordered a lot of 80% lower AR-15s and milling machines <laughs> and started cranking out ghost guns, as the ATF, or as the news likes to call them. <laughs> and yeah. That'd be nice if they had that back then. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should invent a, a time travel machine and just... Give him a few uh, AR-15s and see what happens. Yeah, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, that would but, that would change. Oh, the it'd shit. be a time machine gun. <laughs> Very nice. So they find a guy named Two Bears, <laughs> who knew a trader up north that would trade for uh, guns, but he wanted gold for him. But uh, the Indians weren't dumb enough to have any gold because it didn't have any value to them. Right. But then he remembered in the cave in the Black Hills where he hid all the gold that he took from the miners that he killed. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's funny. I was, you know, like I like you said, I've been on the Little House on the Prairie kick uh, these last oh, several yeah. weeks. First of all, I just love the fact uh, Laura Ingalls' female horse just has the biggest dick I've ever seen. <laughs> I noticed that the other, the other, you know, day. oh, bunny, good girl. I was like, whoa, whoa, bunny. Got a little wind resistance happening down, down in your <laughs> nether regions. They, they basically, I didn't realize there was one where the angles and their drunk mountain man buddy all decided to go to Deadwood to prospect. And then Deadwood's too rowdy because, you know, the Ingalls family likes their church and shit. So they go somewhere else and they meet this old miner that, uh, he was trying to mine for his wife to, you know, give her a better life. Well, she ended up dying, so he buried her in the river in front of his house on top of all his gold. And then somebody found out about that and, like, dug her corpse up out of the river. It ends with uh, the old man with his waterlogged corpse wife crying in his house, and then Charles Angles goes to help him, but he's already burned himself up in his house with his dead wife. Pretty fucking dark. Pretty, pretty... <laughs> Pretty dark. Well, there's a lot of pretty dark shit happening in Little House on the Prairie. Like I said, I hadn't watched it since I was a little kid. Ooh, they go some places. They mm. go some places. But anyway. Like I said, watch the, the shit wire with... for its time. 
Yep. Watching watching shit with a little kid, you start looking at what you used to see. You know, shit I haven't seen since I was a kid, and you're like, ooh, Jesus Christ. Well, they're they're pretty free with like the N-word on that show too, but they Are you sure serious? I didn't know it, that. It's always a black person yeah. using it. Right. Uh, and usually about how they don't enjoy being called it. Or, you know, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, they're 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 pretty free with that. Fuck. Um, and uh I mean there's I mean there's some opium addiction shit happening and I like of- I like how the opioid crisis started in the fucking 1800s, and we're we're acting like we're gonna fix it now. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should uh, split it into two parts right here. That way we have good. Uh, oh, leave them on a cliffhanger. I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There we go. That All sounds right. good. Fuck that y'all. We're gonna to trigger a hail of motherfucking gunfire. That's right. Because next episode there's gonna be a hail of motherfucking gunfire. Yeah. 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 All right. See y'all later. All right. See ya. Kill all the white Fuck you, Miles City. <laughs> and also, Nelson <Nelson-Miles>. Miles. <laughs>